Hello, friends, and welcome to Sleep Tight Stories. Have you moved to a new place before and felt lonely? Libby has moved to a new house in a new place, and she has to go to a new school the next day, and she is nervous. Libby is very quiet and likes it when people come up and talk to her. But at the end of her first day, this has not happened yet. And she is dreading what a long year it is going to be. As Libby is walking home, it feels like someone is following her. But every time she turns to look, she cannot see anyone. Who could it be? Margarita, the cat who loved pizza. Libby sat in her new room on the floor, listening to music. Music was her escape. It helped her imagine new worlds and new situations for herself. She would dream of being a superhero, saving people from an incoming tornado, or maybe a great public speaker, where everyone hung on every word she said. Today, she was listening to music to try and cheer herself up. It wasn't working. Libby and her mom had just moved into a new house in a new town far from where she grew up. And she was feeling sad, depressed, and a little anxious. Libby had to attend a new school tomorrow, midway through the year. She knew everyone would stare at her when she walked into the school, which would be okay, except Libby was super quiet. Libby had a hard time making new friends and always hoped kids would approach her first. Seeing Libby sitting on the floor, her mother said, Libby, are you unpacked yet? Libby! Libby had her music on loud and couldn't hear her mother. Her mother would say she didn't listen to her when she didn't have her headphones on, but sometimes... She got so focused or deep in thought, she didn't notice the outside world. Yes, Mom? Libby said, seeing her mother wave her hand in front of her face. Sighing, her mother said, Oh, why haven't you unpacked yet? You should get everything in order so that when you get ready for school tomorrow, you won't be looking for something at the last minute. Okay, I'll do it, unless there is a chance that we might still move back home? No, Libby. I understand that moving is difficult for you, but perhaps you should think more positively about being here. Look at your room. Nice and clean and fresh. A blank slate, ready for you to leave your personality all over the walls. 
This is a fresh start for us both. Right, Libby said, trying not to sound negative. I need to go get groceries, and I hope you will have made some progress by the time I get back. Unless you want to come with me? Her mother asked. You know I don't like the noise of the grocery store, Mom. I'll see you in an hour then. Libby's first day at school went as she expected. People stared, and no one came up to her and introduced themselves. She was convinced that kids were whispering about her whenever she passed. Her mother always told her that sometimes you need to try speaking to people first. Still, she also accepted that this felt impossible for Libby. Walking home, she felt more anxious and sad than the day before. This was going to be a long year, she thought. As she was walking, Libby thought she heard someone following behind her. But no one was there each time she turned around. After walking a little farther, she saw a flash of color in the corner of her eye. But when she turned around, no one was there. When she rounded the corner onto her street, a flash of orange suddenly jumped out from behind a bush and attacked her leg. It was a cat, and it was rubbing up against her. Libby stopped and bent down to pet her. Are you lost, little one? She asked. You certainly don't look like you have an owner. The cat was thin and looked undernourished with matted and dirty fur. The cat looked at Libby with dull eyes but managed to purr ever so quietly when she petted her. You look as lonely as I am, Libby said as she stood up to continue walking home. Well, it was nice to meet you, but I have to get home. Otherwise, my mother will worry about me. Libby walked the remaining short distance home, and as she got to her front door, felt something rubbing against her leg. It was the orange cat again. You really don't have a home to go to, do you? Libby said. I guess you could come in long enough to get warm and have something to eat. Libby opened the door, walked in, and the cat followed. Is that you, Libby? I hope you don't mind that I ordered pizza for dinner, Libby's mother said as she came out from the kitchen to greet her. How was your first day at... What is that? her mother asked. I think it's a stray, Mom. She followed me all the way home. Could we at least give her something to drink and eat? Oh, Libby, I don't know. Please, Mom, she looks so sad and lonely, and you always tell me we should be kind to animals. Yes, but I didn't mean we should bring home strange cats. 
While talking, the orange cat had already found a spot on their couch, curled up in a ball, and fell fast asleep. Looking at the couch, Libby said, See, Mom? She has already made herself at home. She must be so tired. Sensing that there was no way that she was going to win this conversation, Libby's mother didn't argue. She thought that caring for the cat might help Libby be less anxious about being in a new home. After she took off her coat and shoes, Libby went to the kitchen to get something for the cat to eat. First, she tried to give the orange cat a drink of milk, but the cat wouldn't drink it. Then her mother brought a bowl of tuna, but the orange cat would not eat it. Libby tried giving the cat a leftover hamburger, but the orange cat would not eat it. Maybe the cat doesn't feel well, Libby, her mother said. We might want to take her to the vet. Just then, the doorbell rang. It was their pizza. And Libby's mother, after paying the delivery person, put the pizza on the kitchen table. Let's eat dinner first, and then we can decide how to help the cat, her mother suggested. This smells delicious, Mom, Libby said as the smell of the pizza filled their house. As they were eating, the orange cat came into the kitchen and rubbed against Libby's leg. Looking up at her, it looked like she was begging for a slice. Look, Mom, she likes the smell of pizza. Maybe I should give her some. Libby cut off a piece of her pizza and set it on the floor for the cat. This time, she ate what was given to her. In fact, she ate it in one great big bite and again rubbed up against Libby's leg. I think she likes pizza. Perhaps I should give her a slice of her own, Libby said to her mother. I'm no expert, Libby, but... I am not sure pizza is the best food for a cat, even our tomato and cheese favorite. She needs to eat something, Mom. Libby gave the cat a slice of pizza, and the orange cat ate it all up, licked her mouth, and went back to the couch, where she lay down, cleaning herself. Well, she seems full at least. Libby said to her mom. You both love your margarita pizza, she replied with a laugh. As her mom checked on her that night, she saw the orange cat lying with Libby in bed. Both were fast asleep. The next morning before breakfast, Libby tried to give the orange cat a drink of milk, but the cat wouldn't drink it. Then her mother brought her another bowl of tuna, and again, the orange cat would not eat it. How about we try giving her a slice of leftover pizza, Libby said to her mother. This is one unusual cat, her mother replied, as she heated a slice of leftover pizza in the microwave. 
Setting the slice on the floor, the orange cat ate the pizza, licked her mouth, and went to the couch, where she laid down to have a nap. This routine went on for the rest of the week. Every day, Libby and her mother would offer the orange cat something to eat, like tuna or cat food of all kinds, and she would refuse to eat it all. But as soon as she was given pizza, she would hungrily eat it all up. And when they ordered more pizza, the orange cat would be right there, meowing and rubbing up against their legs until they gave her a slice all her own. During the day, the orange cat would sleep on the couch. At night, she would sleep in Libby's bed. The orange cat and Libby were becoming great friends. While you were at school today, I took the cat to the vet to make sure that she was healthy and didn't have an owner looking for her, her mother said. What did the vet say? The vet said that she seemed to be fine and that she didn't have a chip with an owner's contact information on it. She said that she would get in touch if someone was looking for an orange cat. I'm glad to hear that she is healthy, but does that mean we will keep her? Libby asked excitedly. I've seen how you and she have been getting along, and except for her strange eating habits, I guess we have a new member of the family. Thank you, Mom, Libby said. We can't keep calling her the orange cat. Have you thought of a name? Her mother asked. Well, since she loves our favorite pizza so much, I thought we could call her Margarita. Ha ha ha. That's as unique a name as the cat herself. It's perfect. And that's the end of our story. Good night, sleep tight.